0: All right, well we're back and the world is still uh smoldering ish uh not not fully engulfed, you know, as it were. Uh there's uh there's a lot of talking heads that are saying that uh you know, the uh the nuclear holocaust waits immediately for us, but uh I I think that's more them trying to uh consensus crack than to actually say anything true. But I mean, is that honestly a, a change of pace in any sort of fashion.
1: Oh man! Yeah. So we're we're uh, I was just talking with you about this before we got started here. There's a uh, there's a, uh, an echo of the, of uh, the recent past, although it's not so recent, is it? Uh, back to the start of 2020. Harken all the way back there, pre-pandemic, uh, when China was welding people into their homes.
0: Sure enough, you know, yeah, we're seeing that some
1: decided to cross the oceans.
0: Yeah, we're again yeah, seeing guys, some, that, some of that distressing footage that uh, that a lot of people yeah, later on were just, just then, uh, dismissing, like, that, oh, that was just making uh, that." That's yeah, that's made up. That, little that's, uh, telegraphing of uh, global starvation and uh,
1: and uh, mass shortages and so on. And uh, now we're seeing uh it's, it's Shanghai, right? Yeah, um, the people getting uh, welded into their homes again. Uh, being told that they can't leave and then uh, people trying to leave because they're fucking starving uh literally and uh being told if they don't go back inside their homes they're gonna get shot uh you have the uh the, the Chinese stormtroopers
0: marching around in their white uniforms yeah I have seen some uh I've seen some very apt comparisons between them no, and I mean, uh, the, uh, they're, the they're in
1: they're in tyvek suits they're in tyvek suits which is what you use for medical issues or um they're not any kind of, uh, they're not external classified, uh, class, um, biohazard suits. They're not like those big bulky ones. It's the, uh, the bunny suits that you wear, uh, into, um, into basic hazops offs areas or if you're doing, like, nano work. And while they're, you know, they're, they're fantastic at keeping things out, um, those people look like they're inside those, like, all fucking day, so they're probably not very healthy, uh. Imagine being inside, like, a sealed sauna all day, and that's what it's like inside those bunny suits, I can tell you from experience. Not a pleasant thing to keep on for more than, like, a few hours. Yeah,
0: so I imagine that's,
1: uh... And I was working inside, inside of a lab uh, that's kept at a reasonable temperature. So imagine being outside, running around, rounding up
0: people, you know, with, with full-on headgear and so on to to keep the at bay. Uh, not to mention people who are increasingly uh, fighting back. Well, here's the thing: if they're worried about it this much right
1: now, what do you think is actually happening in China? Because my bet is that there's something that they don't want spreading, that they're going to be happy to let spread outside the country as the whole Russia thing winds down. That's a possibility. Just putting that out there now putting that out there right now that you're probably going to see the next round of airborne aids.
0: Ah, so you're calling that one? I'm calling it now, yeah. All right, all right, fair enough. We'll have to, uh, well, we won't have to check back back in in on it. We'll be checking back in on that one one way or the other. They'll be letting us know.
1: (laughs) I mean, the Russian thing could take a a fucking right-hand turn and go straight to nuclear holocaust. I have no idea.
0: (laughs) Yeah,
1: I mean... Every time someone rattles a saber, you know... Putin shows a little, a little, uh, little video of his hand waving over a red button. So, it's it could go, uh, could go completely, uh, sideways here without a moment's notice. You know, they're all on high alert, whatever the fuck that means.
0: Yeah, true. It's uh, uh
1: like you were saying before we went live here. It's, there's so much fucking propaganda clouding that entire situation. You know, there's only so many trust, any, so many trustable sources and. And and frankly, like that, it, it's just it's too much of a of a quagmire in the details. That like every time you try and chase a story down, you 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 just end up with this branch network of hearsay. That you just it's it's well, intentionally done too. It's it's designed to to uh, to get engagement and uh, a, the game of telephone to fuck things up, so that nobody really knows what's going on until the end of it. So you kind of have to. You know, don't count your chickens before they hatch, kind of thing here. Well, I mean, if you uh, are any, listening the, any concrete to the, uh, numbers, is,
0: anybody who gives you a concrete number is full of shit. Let's just say that. Well, on that specific, uh, on that specific point, you know, if we look at the mainstream narrative coming out, we've got these, uh, we've got, uh, we've got a brave battalion of, uh, you know, crack fighters. In uh, oh, Maria you're Nazis? Well, uh, hey, hey, you're you're jumping the gun, buddy. Give me a second. Jeez. All right, hold on a second. Let me just let me let, me let you build it up. All right. Yeah, I mean you're you're goose stepping all over my uh, my point here, brother. <laughs> anyway. Uh... Oh, oh, i got to put you in a camp for that one. You're gonna have to learn proper manners, sir. Oh man, you, you gotta <laughs> let me concentrate on this, okay? Jesus. <laughs> all right. So anyway. It's a sleep. <laughs> we've got this uh we've got this brave battalion in uh mariupol uh at the uh, the port uh, there at a, a very specific uh steel mill after which they are not named uh coincidentally uh-huh. enough uh, they do share a name but they are not named after the azov uh, steel plant uh but uh-huh. nonetheless uh, they do share that name azov but the uh, the brave fighters of the azov battalion uh, apparently uh, there's, uh, quite a few, uh, quite a few civilians still trapped down there. Now, um, okay. if, uh, if you'd been following the Telegram, which I oh, will have links below for everybody, you will have known that for about the past three to five days, uh, the Russian Federation has been announcing to that area, like, we need to get people out, just lay down your arms and let anybody out of there that needs to go. Essentially, the rest of the city has fallen about two days ago, the last, uh, the uh Ilium plant, uh Illich plant, excuse me, fell, and that is this is literally the last uh point of uh, contention in the city of Mariupol. Mm-hmm. And uh it's the last point where these people are at all the uh, other ones, once it got to these dire situations, everyone I mean, not to not to say anything about your bravery or manhood or anything else, but when <laughs> you've lost and you're outnumbered and outgunned and you're surrounded. You can live or you can die. And why not live? Yeah. You know why not?
1: Well, you, you know there's uh, there's that famous uh, that famous uh, mountaintop fort of Jews from what was it, the year seventy uh, that when they were surrounded and finally defeated, took their lives. All over 900 of them did.
0: Indeed, they did. Although I would and say probably why.
1: Just to, uh, by the way... Masada. Partly why, yes. Partly why Jews are both matrilineal and patrilineal in their naming is because 900-plus men off themselves in the fort, and the women and children were left, and so
0: how they know who was the son of who. Hmm, fair enough. There you go. But uh, that said, so I would say day. that the, uh, the fighters of Masada were facing a much more dire fate wow. than... Basically, well, yeah. anybody at these because again if you've been following my telegram you'll see that Russia's been by and large and, and as we were talking about this before we came on the air I personally I can't account for individual soldiers because I know people are out there doing fucked up stuff and that's just the way it is on both sides and I mean, that's just the way pretend it
1: is that the Geneva conventions are going to count during war and it's just bullshit um, if you're in war, war sucks Kind of why people go to war because they have they're 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 they feel so strongly that they're willing to go out there and do horrible things to other people about whatever it is that has compelled them to leave their homes. So if you do not expect war to be uh, every bit as gruesome as it is and you want to pretend to be civilized about it, then I mean, you're prepared to be in for a surprise in the aftermath.
0: Yeah, war is hell. And that's a that's a truly accurate statement. It is a, truly a vision of hell, and you know you can look at some of these cities. I'm sure anyone listening has seen at least a little bit of footage, and it it truly is. It's like something out well, of uh, I do it like this.
1: I do it like this. the the civilized theater of war for World War II was the English side was off to the west, off to the east. Was the bloody side of the war, because the Russians, the Red Army, basically operated pretty simply. You march forward, or you get shot when you turn around. If a command, if a, if a, you know, anybody out there in the field leading their troops saw their troops turn around, as soon as they saw their eyes, they got shot. So that's why they're like, if you're wondering why like, why there's so many so many more casualties on the Russian line. It's because it was really that much worse. Whereas yeah, over was, that, there was a the Not, movement, not only war. the
0: attrition, they they genuinely you know, didn't care about their own good. men to that degree as well. Like just you're yeah. going to go and yeah. you're going to fight. I, In the I really, front, uh, it was pretty straightforward. Where if you got caught, you know you
1: surrendered and then you were safe. So the gentleman's the gentleman's war kind of died with the mechanization of World War One, and World War Two it truly died, and then we entered the modern era. And so if, if people hold on to captured um, enemies, you know, if you, if you take prisoners, then, I mean, it's Geneva, like I said, the Geneva Convention, we can pretend it's always in force, but it's not. You know, right. the major difference between then and now is that we have many more people who can blow the whistle on shit happening in prisons,
0: basically. Or, or, the, battlefield or the battlefield. Or in the
1: street when they get shot, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've got live video of any number of things even. And that's that was one of the points I was going to get to actually. Anthony yeah. Blinken, you know, our Secretary of State, uh some weeks back had said, "We have Wizard. evidence," oh yeah. He uh, said, "We have evidence of Russian war crimes." And when pressed on that, he said it will be provided. Actually, he wasn't even pressed. He said, "We have evidence of Russian war crimes that will be provided to our uh, uh to our foreign probably assist- to select media no 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 it, there was no mention of media actually oh to, well that's actually now
1: better yeah of
0: course yeah no uh to our uh allies and uh partners to allies and partners is who it was to be distributed to and there was no there was no pushback nothing like okay what's the timeline on that okay uh would you like to release any of that information on war crimes now so that we can go ahead and report on it immediately you know, I understand that that's going to be under investigation, of course. But what are the allegations? Would you like to release really any of the allegations? Oh, well, it's
1: interesting. I was I was talking with my dad about this uh, the other day. Said you know we 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 look back at the history of war. We had um, we had wars up to Vietnam, where your your timeline of events was you had something happen on the front, and two or three weeks later you had a sanitized news article that you read about it in the paper and then vietnam happened and you had camera crews that were on site embedded in the field uh embedded reporting for war used to not be a thing it, like world war ii there was no like you, you had people far from the front lines that were well you, told what you happened. did
0: have people there but they were they weren't Independent by any means, like that was just right. those are army. They journals. were war
1: reporters in the military, right like, like
0: quite literally war reporters, not in the modern yeah. sensibility of that at so all. Like again, they had a gun and Vietnam, everything and a camera.
1: In Vietnam, we sent camera crews over there. That was the first televised war, like and and by televised I mean like within a reasonable time frame. So that two to three weeks was shortened down to about a couple weeks, and while the tapes were sanitized when well, they came back over shores. That was still as like, you know, America had te- was televised at that time. Uh, that was the fastest we'd gotten it, and it was the most in-your-face war had been, except for you know soldiers coming home from the front broken and damaged. Yeah, and the then we've gotten religion. to now where you know we got through the Arab Spring, and now where not only is it officially reported on, but you have so many people with recording devices and the ability to stream things immediately that you get, you know, nearly minute to minute. If you, if you have the right source, what's going on with the war, you know, you get a video of the front line, et cetera, but you also have a whole cloud of bullshit that comes with it. So it's really hard. Like it's, it's funny how we went from having a, an opaque picture with the news in World War one, two to having a crystal clear picture, but wasn't like quite up to the minute. At Vietnam, to having a really good picture, uh, like minute to minute by Arab Spring, to now being back to this cloudy miasma of bullshit. So we're, I mean, it's it's while it's very up to the minute, it's to penetrate the propaganda
0: takes several weeks right now. It does. You've got to have you've got to have trustworthy sources, and even then, I mean, you, you got know, the whole two more going to have hand their, hand their hand own hand biases. That. Like, it's, any, it's the any whole, given it, one will.
1: It, it's the whole two more weeks meme at this point, but it's the same kind of issue you have. You know, it's like, you know, two weeks ago, the things that used to be a whole bunch of bullshit or lies are now all true. the same vein, two weeks ago, there was this cloud of propaganda around whatever it is that you're trying to find out the, the war effort, and then suddenly it turns out it was the wrong side or... or uh, or it was a video from like three years ago or whatever. Or it was a video from the last time Russia decided to take a bite out of Ukraine.
0: It's That's ridiculous. And, you know, I'm going to have to say, having looked more fully into it since the last time we actually spoke specifically, it appears yeah. that things are a little more complicated than either one of us might have thought that there's a lot more pro-Russian sentiment in, at least specifically in the Donbass do region maybe. and in the Crimea region, like those two. Now, I won't thing, say that over... So, Russia, it's I I don't pay attention to the
1: to pro-Russia sentiment in the present day. I pay attention to it over time. Well, that's because what I mean, the way actually. Russia does things is they send people in to populate an area and induce that majority so they can make the claim and then steamroll in and take the territory and while there are people that have been there since the fall of uh, the the Soviet Russian uh, better you know Soviet Russian Empire so there are people that are still there from that that are still you know pro USSR uh, that is the minority. Uh, well, tiny no, minority I've... of people that that still want, that still want that back, that glory back. The rest of them, the I rest will of actually the agree people with that. Of there, are the ones who uh, I'll,
0: I'll actually agree still... with you in that specific uh, in that specific yeah. regard. But the USSR and the, uh, and the Russian Federation are very different beasts.
1: Yes, they are. But the thing is, the Russian Federation is being run by a
0: FSB agent. That's fair. That's this, an absolutely this, fair statement. I mean, he, and, he is, and uh, he's surrounded he surrounded himself with that USSR. You know. and he has surrounded himself with former
1: FSB, etc. And while that's not all, he surrounded himself with, you know, he's he's a savvy guy. That enough of enough of what he's surrounded with is former USSR. That it's uh, clear that he's trying to get that back, and he thinks it's going to be his legacy to have reformed the. Um, the little empire there and it's just not a not a smart maneuver with NATO. Oh do the I, whole did, Nova say, did you see thing? the balls did
0: you see the balls on on Finland the other day? Oh what they're uh vying for NATO membership Bring us
1: into NATO <laughs> and then basically Putin said if uh if Finland or Sweden join NATO um then I'm using nukes on Ukraine. And now, now the U.S. government is suggesting, and this is the propaganda going out, of course, and this, and this could be Russian propaganda or U.S. propaganda or Ukrainian propaganda. You have to remember there's at least those three uh, interests circling around. Um, let alone other people that want other kinds of things like, say, China uh, who wants everyone to be upset and to not pay attention to China. Um, True. Putin Putin is supposedly uh Going to drop nukes on Ukraine as soon as tomorrow, which you know I don't fucking believe it. Uh, by the way, Beijing is terrified of uh, the U.S. toppling their regime, so they have been building out silos and nukes um, this entire like for the last five or six years. They've been, they've been building them out, but they really ramped it up since 2020. Um, and and basically. Right now, largely because they can uh, with Biden in office, they're not going to get any push. They're not going to get any real pushback on that. Oh, no. Well, I mean, they, you know, they got, they got a little bit that, of a verbal slapping. Well, but they're going to go the, right now. The plan is to go the Russian route and take Taiwan. So we might actually see that before 2024.
0: Oh, they actually had their announcement. Uh, I want to say last week that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I believe it was just at the end of the last week that they said the U.S must cease diplomatic relations with Taiwan. So that was that announcement
1: came because we had diplomats in Taiwan. And that happens every time we send people there. Oh okay. so, so that was Harris specific. was there and I think Nancy Pelosi and a couple other people were there uh visited and then left and every time that happens it's it's kind of like with um uh, North Korea every time there's a new US president they launch a nuke you know, or launch a missile or whatever. Just to fuck with us and see what we do. And same thing with every time there's a Japanese election or a um or a South Korean election uh just so just recently they had that little
0: that launch, you
1: know, a week or uh, a
0: few weeks ago, right? Yeah, I know they did uh, that um I knew they did one early on in uh Donald's uh Term, yeah, and then the difference is, is, no, 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 before, before all that, before all that, they did the launch and everything, and it was condemned. But, but not long after that, they had that really peculiar accident in the mountains that resulted in an enormous explosion and set back to their nuclear program for some while, which didn't happen any time before and hasn't happened since. And not long after that, Kim was really keen to speak. But anyway, yeah, yeah, and then there was, um, and then, yeah. So they, that they actually, went, I
1: think, was probably largely due to their own incompetence. That's entirely possible.
0: That. that That is entirely possible. I don't know if you've
1: seen their missiles, but they look like they're made out of fucking paper mache They're not symmetrical. I mean, it just, it, oh, so they're are not symmetrically are they, symmetric. Are they like the new, uh,
0: are they like the new vagina-shaped, uh, rockets that have oh. been proposed? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, we uh, just call the... those
1: drones, all right? Have you not seen a drone with its four holes hovering? <laughs> Remember, women don't go to the bathroom by themselves. <laughs> oh, oh, man. My... I mean, and fans blow, right?
0: But uh, back well, I'm to making the, a pig uh... of myself here, right? Well, back to the initial point I was making there. Regarding, yeah. uh, you know, the announcement, uh, you know, out of Washington regarding the the war crimes of Russia. I mean, obviously, there's going to be trouble there and I can't account for any individual soldier, but I don't see the I hear the talk about it. I hear about these uh, women that were raped and like uh, all these dead bodies. And yeah, yeah right. there are dead bodies. And I'm I'm not going to discount that there's plenty of them. And there's a lot of uh, they have found some mass graves, a lot. Most of which have been accounted for, some of which are not, and will require investigation. But beyond that, oh. I've seen videos of uh, Azov and IDAR and um, and Right Sector, and they're doing horrifying things. Above and beyond oh. just, you know, murdering people that are... Uh, I mean, you can liken this back to actually, I mean, so this is a little more obscure for actually,
1: our audience is probably smart enough to be the kind of person who is an average Dilbert reader in yesteryear. There is uh, the Elbonians, the if you don't know recall those from the Dilbert strips, uh, and there is uh, ethnic Elbonians versus non-ethnic Elbonians, and the question was, what's the difference? And they say, well, the ethnic Elbonians are ethnic. Which is kind of the joke. Is you know you, you say okay, well, who are the the ethnic Russians in Ukraine versus the Ukrainians? Yeah. And where are they? what's the disposition? What's the the distribution? And you're not going to get really any reasonable I mean, especially now, but you know, before you weren't going to get the kind of answer like with Crimea. There wasn't a way to to make that distinction possible so that the the idea of so the, the way russia is doing it you'll notice that they said we're gonna denazify ukraine the, and they pointed at ukrainians and said they're nazis and they basically did the same thing antifa does in the u.s uh and, and uh it's the only thing antifa is upset about with you with uh, russia is that they aren't still soviet union um but they're using the same exact tactics in that regard but if you if you were to, to go and look at Crimea um, you can see the way they they pervert the the way that not only the narrative of things but they they pervert the mechanics of our our institutions in the West so the idea is you put in you if you if you're not getting the democratic result you want you change the demographics It's basically the Soviet right uh, you know it's uh, in in Soviet Russia, uh, um, the people don't don't elect the president. The president elects the people. So if you if the demographics aren't what you want, change the demographics to the point where you get the result you want. It's no longer a democracy in that fashion. Uh, you just move people around until you get what you want. And it's the same way that Putin gets you know over ninety percent of whatever election he uh, wins
0: pick who's allowed to vote i don't think that's so, the case you're a, the same kind of, who's he's, allowed to run really from well so he well, has I'm, controlled opposition which is oh, of course a, in, of course I mean, avoided I, yeah no that's a thing and i mean apparently even Navalny, then. i've learned was uh yeah. in his own way he was um somebody was else's sick. puppet yeah no that's uh that's a problem and that's I might even say that's an endemic uh, cultural problem. Uh, it's, it's very Soviet. Yeah. And I will say <laughs> in my experience and nah. having bothered to actually look, the Russian Federation is uh world's worlds better than the uh, Soviet Republic. Like the people are in a better way. They've got a better future and the people have something. Now, as far as uh, imperialism and expansionist ideals, yeah, there's always something to be argued there. But, I mean, this looks, to be fair, this comes off to me like an American action with a Russian accent. I mean, this feels like Afghanistan. That's not saying it's a good thing. No, not at all. But (laughs) I am saying that. I mean, this feels like Afghanistan. This feels like Iraq. And as as you were saying there, well, we didn't argue, hey, Afghanistan voted to become part of
1: the U.S., we're going to go in there and kill all the other Afghanis to de de Iraqify it.
0: (laughs) Well, actually, that was kind of the argument, just without the electing part. It just wasn't quite the argument, right? I mean, it wasn't all that far off, to be fair. There's the joke. We we've got to fight them. O- Listen, Craig, we've got to fight them over <laughs> there so that they don't come here. Don't so my, cousin the, uh, my cousin was in the my cousin was in the the
1: insertion into southern Afghanistan from Kuwait, uh, flying Apaches and shit. So you know, at his wedding, telling us stories of dodging RPGs and stuff like it was nothing. It's like you know, holy fuck, dude, that was kind of nuts. Yeah,
0: I've what got the him. hell are you
1: doing? Standing there drinking a beer casually.
0: I've, I've actually got a few friends who've uh who've been over to afghanistan and uh yeah. one that uh one that went to that actually went in around the tail end of iraq and yeah. also and I'd love to get him on to talk about it but i don't know if he'll ever be able to but he yeah he may have had some unofficial business cough cough in iran so there was uh, a lot of fuckery that went on back during those days uh, as you would yeah. expect the u.s has not had clean hands in generations
1: well so iraq uh iran um especially the Suleimanian at the helm there for the you know the butcher uh iran used uh had plenty of funding from from russia and uh some via russia from china um, they have greatly expanded their sphere of influence to the west, uh, into Iraq and in uh, Afghanistan, uh, and and also um, with the Jordanians. And and they they greatly expanded their their, uh, their ability to. So I mean, their goal. So basically, Iran's goal is to get to the other coast and wipe out Israel. I mean, it's that's just what they want. And uh, this was one of the ways they got to that
0: well, let's be fair. That's they also, what the they also want to
1: take they also want you know yes, it's what the moles want so I mean, when I say when I say Iran wants here, I mean the government um, yeah I
0: mean in general that's what we're but what be Iran, saying what Iran, Iran is also you know a state. Iran
1: also desires to just own Iraq, so they want to unify They basically Iran's leadership sees itself as a nascent. Uh, rekindling
0: of the Persian Empire. I will say this: I'd have much preferred them being control of it than uh, the shit show we put in there. I mean, what, yes, where it stands today is, is might be a better weird. deal, but I mean, at the time and for all the and for all the suffering that was required to get it where it is, I don't know, man. It might have been worth well, it to just let we, them have it.
1: We uh, we just decided to pull the plug uh, after twenty years in the dumbest fucking way possible. So. I mean, it's really hard to make that kind of comparison oh. with what could have been.
0: Well, it's not that hard, uh, you know. History, uh, they say, it doesn't uh, doesn't repeat, but it rhymes. And I'll tell you what, <laughs> I mean, Iraq. Uh, it isn't that far away from Afghanistan. Yeah. And well, you could look at that, like uh, you know, you have the uh, you have the um, initial movie, and then you got the sequel. And the sequel, they got a bigger budget you know they've got to have bigger explosions, more human suffering. You know, you've really just got to dial it all the way up to 11. And that's that's when you have your uh that's when you have your skin suit say that hey <laughs> That's yeah that was okay whatever. I'm not going to elaborate. So it was <laughs> it was a good pun. I like it. Anyway, so that's when you have your skin suit uh, you know, say we're getting out in September.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, um, so let's let's another topic here. We had uh, we had some technology stuff. I saw. Uh, there's
0: actually quite a bit, but uh, yeah, I never really did finish the point. I mean, the oh, only right. hard media I've seen is basically Russia following the Geneva yeah, the Geneva Conventions and the uh, the far right fighters. I hate to use that fucking term because it's retarded, but whatever we'll say but the um nationalist battalions of ukraine we'll say as a better explanation uh, as of idar and uh, right sector i think there's another one but i'm not 100% sure well, but I'm, i've seen legitimate war crimes out of these people like videos that they've put out on their own yeah
1: now here's another thing to say though, on, the, on the, your specific reticence there I think there's there's a point to be made on the difference between a nationalist and a Nazi.
0: Oh there absolutely is. Um,
1: I mean well it's a national socialist. You know, nationalism nationalism is fine if you live inside your nation and you're pro your nation, that's nationalism. Even if that's you're not white. Bad. You can jingoism, be white and a nationalist. That's fine. Jingoism is hyper nationalism when you're a psychotic pain in the ass. Um so I would liken... People like the Nazis to more that like a jingoist. Uh,
0: That's a fair nationalist,
1: just like say being willing to defend your own borders. That's really not a bad thing. It makes a country. Now the way that it's been twisted over time, yeah, nationalist has become less of a good thing to say. But at the same time, we have other words. You know, nationalist is not the only word as far as that goes. And there is a distinction between someone who's pro their country
0: and pro killing Jews. Yeah, well, or in the case of Azov, there isn't. But yeah. or in the case of Azov, you know, pro
1: killing your own people.
0: Yeah, and and that's the other Walking thing. Walking around executing
1: them summarily in the street, etc. You know, details.
0: Well, I I can say this now. There is uh, the Tochka U. Is only employed by two countries in the world today, Belarus and Ukraine. Any missile strike that comes from a Toshka U has to be launched from one of those countries. No one else has them in their inventories. So, well, Belarus is basically what country? Oh no, they aren't. They aren't. They are independent, but they are a a staunch ally of, uh, ass. of Russia. <laughs> yes, they're a staunch ally. I mean, they're about as allied with Russia <laughs> as Canada is with us these days. So you I'd know. say more so. I think their dicks just a
1: little bit deeper in.
0: <laughs> Not really. Not that's really. I would, I, would like legit- I would say it's actually... About- <laughs> okay, well, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Okay, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. Okay. Oh, that was a good tree tapping joke. That is. That is. That is. <laughs> oh man, that's a beaver slapper right there.
1: Yep. <sighs> that's that's a real buckskin, isn't it? That's
0: something. <laughs> that's something. <sighs> but yeah. Well, before we uh, flog that uh, horse to death, just uh, bear in mind that. Those are the only two countries that those come from. So, if you hear about any missile strikes involving Toshka U's, bear in mind they must come from the north to the northwest to be from Belarus. If they're not, then they have to have come from somewhere else. Now, the well, Toshka U. Well, the other thing too is that a Toshka U is a Soviet-era missile and uh-huh. can malfunction. So, yeah. <laughs> the Tochka U that <laughs> like was. the seen... rest of their
1: technology. <laughs> oh, no,
0: true. Yeah. So it could be said that perhaps Ukraine was launching one of these Tochka U's at a Russian position and it just happened to land, unfortunately, in Kramatorsk.
1: How Palestinian of them.
0: Perhaps. Mayhap. Mayhap. But, you know, as I say, I have seen crimes on one side and I kind of don't see them from the other. But. We just, we all need to be mindful of this. So yeah. follow the telegram. And like I'm going to actually try I'm, and, uh, I'm going to try and actually lay well down, after war here. that's the smartest thing to do. I'm And myself, I'm trying to put out the, uh, I'm just trying to put out the data as best I can on a side that we're not, we're just not supposed to see on the West. So we have to see the Eastern side so that we can get a full picture. And with that being said, I think we can probably move on to slightly lighter topics than the eminent sure, let's talk about thermonuclear. Let's talk about Elon bullshit. first. Elon's funny. Oh, yeah. No, Elon is making the world a better place just by revealing uh, things we're not supposed to talk about, like Vanguard and BlackRock. Right. <laughs> yeah, um, it is have you interesting seen who The all way their valuations Twitter. changed. The I mean, way their valuations changed over time. I do know that they uh, had a uh they had a, well, there was a some fortune 30, losses but, yeah. that I got
1: this from. Oh
0: what you got? I had a
1: couple of, had a couple of graphs uh showing valuation of a couple of companies over time. Oh yeah, here they are. <laughs> They're just ridiculous. Uh let's see. And but among them was uh, BlackRock. Uh, is this BlackRock? Yeah, there it is, BlackRock.
0: Hmm, let's see and uh here. look at look at what happens around uh two thousand eight ish, two thousand ten ish. Oh yeah, it's right uh right rolling uh, just into two thousand ten they become worth a uh, horrifyingly large amount and just kinda coast yeah, around that? in there. Well us uh let me throw a couple more of these
1: from uh, other companies. Oh, what do we uh, let's for? see. This one was uh, I don't know what Jeff stood for, but uh Jeffrey's Financial Group, huh? Yes, it's uh, not just just BlackRock. There's uh, Vanguard's uh, Vanguard's, uh, into a lot of these uh, different companies. Oh, they're into each other
0: as well. Oh, yeah. But uh, what was really fascinating, too, is have you seen the uh, the valuations of the actual holdings of the board members? Yes, that was beautiful. They own uh, basically none of Twitter. Yeah, the... uh, the amount that the the people on the board actually own of the company they're on the board for is, it's a breathtakingly low. So one of the one of the funniest
1: things to me about the, the way that Twitter so so they enacted their poison pill, which meant basically diluting shares by being making people who presently have shares capable of buying new shares at a discount and dividing them out. So that means that Elon will have to buy many 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 more shares to be able to get a controlling interest. Fine, he could do that if he wants. Whatever. Sure. The thing I think is hilarious is that a that goes against the uh, fiduciary
0: responsibility to the company by the uh, the board. Oh so the yeah, they, are is fucking the investors they are absolutely. They are absolutely fucking their shareholders right in the ass.
1: But B, here is the best part. Guess who some of those shareholders are? Guess who? Guess who? Guess who was ignorantly convinced to take payment in the form of stock? Indeed. This is something that Silicon Valley companies do very often. Is and and a lot of bigger companies will do this, but like you know, usually they're more stable uh, than than the social media titans. Um, they convince their employees to take a significant amount of their pay in stock options. And this used to be a thing that was great, like it was sought after, you know, in in the last century. So the 1980s forward, it was like, hey, stock options. That's the, the thing to go for, because then if your company's doing great, you're getting better than actually uh, what you got paid. You're getting uh, a growing paycheck. thing is, not with a social media company like Twitter, which hasn't actually risen in value in a decade, it's static. Yeah, it's been quite so, stagnant. But it's not just static, it's, it's volatilely static. Like it, it's uh,
0: as a matter of fact, it's, it's actually, coaster, leading right up into 2016. It was looking like it was finally gonna maybe get out of here. Get out of here, you know. And yeah, and then so, something um, happened. That so a lot what of just uh, did. Lot of users.
1: What they just did was not only did they crash the stock uh, for the investors, they also fucked over most of their employees. Because if half your paycheck is in Twitter stock and then the stock value nosedives, then you just, you see, you see where I'm going with this? All the people that were complaining about Elon Musk taking over their company are suddenly getting shat on by their board from above. And so they are. Indeed they the few are. that have two neurons that that'll actually connect together between their ears are going to start to realize maybe Elon isn't so bad because the people running the thing are running it straight into the fucking ground. Well, they're using it to, Due to my own to screeching, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's, yeah, the, it's just uh...
1: hilarious to me because the people that were screeching about Elon Musk are getting fucked by their board and, and happy that it's happening. And and there's a few people that have an IQ above room temp that are seeing what's happening, and they're just horrified. Yeah, they are uh, they are getting absolutely <laughs> shafted. I guess, because there's not, it's like, it's the only direction that would have actually made them do better is if they had a person that they don't like, for probably the same reason they don't like J.K. Rowling, show
0: up and make the company a better place. <laughs> yeah, never mind if oh. they would probably have a better workplace environment, too. And speaking of J.K.R., I
1: thought this was funny. Um, There's multiple factions of people that do not like or did not want to see the latest uh, Fantastic Beast movie that came out. And uh, I'm actually in one of those camps because I think I say basically no Johnny Depp, no ticket. I'm not going to bother watching that shit if uh, they're going to just allow that kind of abuse to happen and then uh, reward that uh re- reward that with uh, blaming the victim and kicking him out of movies. Johnny Depp was supposed to be the the uh, villain in the movie and while they got the guy from Casino Royale the uh, whatever his name was um, the villain from that to be the villain in the uh, fantastic Beast movie, um, he's a great actor and all, but at the same time that's that's a cast change that was that was entirely due to the fact that Johnny Depp was getting his ass kicked by an evil fucking witch. So, I say no Johnny Depp, no ticket. Not gonna bother watching it. Whatever. It's not really a big loss in my my world. The other faction is I think hilarious. They're the people that are that hate all Harry, that grew up on Harry Potter and loved Harry Potter and wouldn't shut the fuck up about Harry Potter and only quoted from Harry Potter when it came to politics. That crowd that now hates Harry Potter because J.K.R. says that women are women and trans women are not women. And oh, so that you, have the, you, you, have the, you have the confluence of these two crowds not watching the new Fantastic Beast movie. And then you have the people looking at the numbers going, how did this do badly? <laughs> it's because everybody's just, every, everybody's uh, being mean or it's, you know, the, the, um, uh, it, it's, it's, a, it, you just hear a, a slight echo of Gamergate in the background, you know, those, uh, those, well, you know, those that evil, uh, evil fans. Yeah. Those evil fans. How dare they? It's because again, the loud faction you see on Twitter is largely people saying, Oh God, it's another JKR thing. I hope it goes. I hope it burns in a trash fire. And then you have the minor side. It's just like, you know, justice for Johnny Depp.
0: That being said, uh, from my understanding, <laughs> it appears that his case is going fairly well at the moment. So,
1: Yeah. Uh, Amber Heard, it looks like a, a complete piece of shit, which is what she is, um, by her own testimony, too.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Like a, a real psychopath, funny. apparently. Yeah. Or sociopath, perhaps. I mean, I, 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 legit, I, like, I would say, but, well, you actually can't be both. Because to be a sociopath, you actually have to have emotions and ignore them, whereas to be a psychopath, you just have to not have them. Well, if you can pretend enough to mimic the emotions,
1: I can certainly see where it wouldn't be necessary to ignore them, but you can at least project them. Yeah, but yeah well, she's a psychopath. I, yeah, I, I think she's a psychopath.
0: That's the thing. I mean, they because like to be able to they, do
1: things like mutilate your your partner uh, and not have any problems about it, like you know, just cut off a finger. Or you know, hey, I'm gonna donate three and a half million dollars to charity and then just don't do it, or seven million or whatever the fuck number was. Millions of dollars were involved. Yeah. And then claim with a straight face later that it happened and that you just uh, you just don't know what you're talking about. It's like no, it's pretty clear the charity says it didn't happen, the receipts say it didn't happen, your bank accounts if it doesn't happen.
0: Yeah, it's uh, yeah, man. Uh yeah. Well, let's hope that uh let's hope that, that does well. Anyway, that's because, what I thought. Uh, he deserves better than uh Well, I mean, he is, you know, a a tool of Hollywood, so it is what it is. Yes. But that being yeah, said, you know, so he seems like network. he's gotten a a real shitty break from this.
1: Well, he he, you know, he wasn't able to go, he wasn't able to do another Pirates movie. That's kind of
0: a bummer because he's fucking Jack Sparrow. Sure enough, I mean, I've kind of abandoned media by and large, so it it kind of yeah, doesn't I, matter to I, me. I get it, but like I said, I'm, there I are people like I said, that do care. So you know, to, I for, say you no, know,
1: Johnny, no ticket, but at the same time, like I actually don't care if I don't see the movie. Yeah, you know, it's it's entertainment at this point. Now, I'm not invested in it. Now, on that, that same
0: way. note, though, we can uh, we can have ourselves a little bit of uh, schadenfreude at the, uh, at the expense oh, yeah. of Disney, you know, because they made the oh, decision my to kick they're him down. out of there and they are, they're looking, uh, they're looking really rough. They lost so many subscribers to Disney plus. Like
1: they didn't realize, like the people that were, that were doing the train wrecking right now, they didn't realize because, um, you know, heads and gazing at their navels, never looking around. Just how many parents uh, give a shit about their children.
0: Like... uh it's scary how that works. Well, for the longest time, it was... A ridiculous underestimate of that. Well, the oh, as I was saying, for the longest time, though, there was this, uh, this silly, legitimately silly narrative that Disney and all these big corporate media things are grooming your children. It's like that was a <laughs> silly as shit thing to say. For the longest fucking time. Now, that being said, yeah, there's dicks in that picture. There are. Go look. Little Mermaid? Yeah, they're (laughs) there. They're fucking there. And there's a bunch of fucking pervs that work there. And there's a whole room full of shit that they have to draw to get a job there. That you'll never, ever fucking see. And yeah, a bunch of weird fucking pervs work there. But that doesn't mean that that's the way it was on everything. That it was just you know you had some weird guys that would slip something in every now and then. Now you've got uh, the director of uh, products or uh, de- product development, I think it was.
1: I guess product development.
0: Yeah, but uh, she's like, I've got one, one pansexual kid, one transsexual kid, I believe. And, yeah. No, you, you know, don't. <laughs> well, no. Let Let's just say that you do. That has no place at Disney. For the longest time, the argument was no, there's no, there's no grooming, and it's like, well, you've got this oh, bill that says you, heard you the can't other people groom the call. kids.
1: I don't think I don't know if you heard the other people on the call that said, uh, you know, this is, this is my not so secret secret agenda. Now I'm saying it out loud. Yeah, on the,
0: the, call. the 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 other part of literally saying the, the headline title, it's like you're not supposed to say the title of the fucking movie. Come on, we're watching. We're watching the... Uh, it's very Truman Show-esque. It truly is. It truly is. We live in a clownish, clownish world.
1: Yeah, they're they're, uh, they're from Mount Lococo, aren't they?
0: I will say this, though. I am very pleased to see that copyright expire. If I'm not mistaken, uh, let me... Oh, they're not going to let know that check. happen. So the Mickey Mouse Curve will go on. I am I am very sure of that. We are at twenty twenty four. So Yeah, it's gonna happen before that. Next year you're gonna see it.
1: And the thing is, you gotta remember when Disney does this, they don't pick Democrat or Republican. They pick politicians in office. That whole thing where Disney oh my God, Disney is funding both sides of the aisle in Florida. What the fuck are they doing? They can't do well, that. Well, indeed they are. Indeed that's what they, they are. Always done. But and the that's thing what about it is, and they're going to do next year, and Disney... they're going to do it next year, and they're going to make it a secret until they don't get it a secret anymore. Oh, sure. And they don't care about the bad press because the bad press is irrelevant. What matters to them is their ability to protect their IP, and that's what they're going to go against. Uh, that's what they're going to go for. They're going to go for uh, getting their IP protected by paying all politicians in the races. And once you get in, they're going to say, hey, now that you're in there, we need you to help us with our intellectual property. This is for the good of the country. It's just, just wrong. Well, but I'm sure they're going to extend the Mickey Mouse curve another 20 or 30 years. Well, It happens every fucking
0: time. It does. It every does. Time. But the thing about it is Disney has never been in such a precarious situation before. Eh, I mean, I mean let's be honest. It's that chronic update where, hey, you know, Walt Disney Nazis,
1: etc. You 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 discount history to suggest that they ever have they ever haven't uh, been so controversial.
0: I don't know. I would say that they've. I would say they've. I've said certainly they're, they're in hot that. water
1: right now. But not only is there the uh, the thing where they know how to handle con- uh, controversy like this, but there's also the uh, the fair weather change of having two weeks to go past towards the election. They've got lots of time before twenty twenty two comes to a close. They have a lot of time before their uh copyright expires.
0: Yeah, and they're gonna be doing all of that behind closed doors, which Yeah, you know, that's that's understandable. So okay. there's the uh the four words Midnight Riders that changed
1: uh can't remember which law it was, but it fucked over recording artists. It's it's uh it's something that happens all the time with the laws surrounding IP. And I know for a fact you're going to be able to get this shit done. They got way more time than you think they do because they focus on this shit and they spent a lot of money on this stuff. So this is one of their major investments that they go for. This is one of their, their core business operations of maintaining their IP. Oh yeah, that damn mouse. It's, it's disgusting the way they go after it.
0: it. truly is. I I would like to see it fall apart this time. I really yeah. would.
1: Mickey Mouse has been has been um out of public
0: domain for way too long well past what the framers intended oh it it's it's made a mockery of any idea of what our intellectual property law should be because yeah. i mean there's well, automatic copyright came about because of this
1: shit that means every sneeze on a napkin is copyrighted by you without having to register
0: it that was never the intent no it was always meant to be you know things that were made intentional published works yeah it's you know you write a book you submit it to library of congress you register
1: your copyright you get your protection in that way nobody else can claim they wrote your book that's what it's supposed to be for not hey you know i wiped my ass and i have this weird rorschach diagram on my hand now um I want to go ahead and frame this in the
0: Smithsonian. Fuck no. I almost wonder if shit like this isn't part of the reason why things like piss Christ happened. I mean, I I oh, I actually mean that semi-legitimately. I mean, it got money from the national Infou- uh, national endowment for the arts. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, you know, you know, you ridiculous. really kind of have to wonder. But yeah, no, they there's a very good likelihood they will. But that being said, uh O'Ron, he's he's really, really rattling the saber at him. And they I don't think it has special protection. I, I don't want that's, them to Yeah, that's looking very precarious right now.
1: Fucking do it, man. Just pull the trigger. Fuck it. I want them subject to Orange County's uh, taxes.
0: Oh, absolutely. And what Orlando's are, what are taxes. they gonna do? Move to Cali? Well, you're gonna buy some yes. some land yes. inside Do the it. city. How how big are you gonna be able to make Disneyland? Good fucking luck, Anaheim. I good fucking luck.
1: So the, so the thing is, the silliness only goes so far before it impacts their bottom line, and that's when they get upset at Disney. So. Yeah, the, the, the joke with uh with South Park, where, you know, Mickey Mouse comes out, ha, ha, you work for me. Um that's basically how they operate internally. Where it's very shrewd. And uh this especially with this stuff coming out publicly, like the embarrassment factor they don't care about. They couldn't give us the shit.
0: Oh, the yeah. as long it as it impacts, doesn't affect the uh, bottom line. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But if our is... impacts
1: are Disney Plus subscriptions like this, that lady is not as protected as she thinks she is. She's not going to be able to go to the papers and say, hey, they fired me because reasons. It's going to be like, well, no. And, and if she says anything, she's going to probably breach whatever contract she signs when she gets her ass canned. And if that happens, she'll probably get a whole slew of bad press. Because Disney has fantastic connections in news media
0: yeah they're uh they're probably the most powerful single entity in entertainment media at this time
1: oh and the funny thing i don't know if you saw it but uh, nickelodeon went the same way (laughs) as as disney and uh there's another another big uh children's brand um that, that this just did the same shit uh really it was Nickelodeon and someone else pulled. The, yeah, pulled the same stunt where they're just like, "All right, um, Alphabet Soup in the middle of everything." You know, internal communications leak. Here you go. Huh. Here's here's all the reasons you needed to never trust us again.
0: I mean, unsurprising. Nickelodeon was kind of uh, they've been out in the open with <laughs> it a little bit more than anybody else. But yeah, they
1: were, but. The fact that they chose to stand up and help support Disney in that fashion—it's just really funny to me. Yeah, it's like read the room, guys. You know,
0: on that like, specific thing. this happened
1: after the sub numbers changed. By the way, oh, after really? Everyone dropped Disney Plus. They do this. Yeah, man, that's man. why I'm sort of thinking somebody stupid was behind that decision. Somebody didn't read the room.
0: Oh man.
1: I oh, think it's that's... because they get they uh, a lot of them so many of them are, are uh, wrapped up in bundles now. Um, with uh, with streaming service bundles, that they don't have to care so much. But again,
0: it's just like well, even with those bundles, was... though, they're not getting if they're getting it out of a bundle, they're getting a deal on it, so they're not getting the same full right. price. So right. that's not as valuable as well, like, those... think there's,
1: There isn't like a Nickelodeon streaming service, but Nickelodeon is in a bunch of different streaming services. Oh, sure. So Disney Plus losing um, subscribers means that people are going to be looking to uh, subscribe to other services. Nickelodeon, I don't think, really has much of a problem here just spouting this nonsense because they don't have their skin so, uh, so far into the game. They, uh, you know... They got a good sized leather glove on when they're reaching down to touch the seventy mile an hour road. Eventually, it'll get burned, but it takes a minute.
0: Yeah, and they are in a uh, they're in a bit more of a unique situation, too. I mean, Disney's got a much more established rep that's uh, like we are family friendly. We are not edgy where Nickelodeon has basically always been, hey, we're not entirely family-friendly. We've are we always been edgy. Yeah, well, there's, you know, Nick at
1: Night with the, the black-and-white movies from, from yesteryear. It's always been fun. Sure. Too bad.
0: Yeah, is that even again, I don't think anymore? I've watched Nick at Night in, like, 15, 20 years, so there's also that. Yeah, I mean, I... I haven't watched regular television in forever. the last movie I watched was ages ago. So I don't, I mean, I don't consume modern media basically at all.
1: Yeah. Well, so my, my uh, brother does uh, this very intelligent thing, which is, uh, you know, all the stuff that you enjoyed from before, uh, get the physical media. That's um, why. Because streaming is cancer. Yeah. You know, I, I do a lot of Amazon prime stuff because I'm lazy and I don't have the capital right now to just back up everything. I do have a NAS which I could use, but I don't have uh, the time or the expense to be able to do all the physical media backups. But he does, and uh, and that's one of the things he's been doing is is arc. Basically, it's you know physical archiving. You get the CD or the DVD or the uh, Blu-ray or whatever, and uh, rip it, compress it, to uh, transcoding, and uh, and then back it up. That way, you have the disc and you have a digital copy of it. And Which thanks to, uh, to
0: and thank yes, actually you are legally and specifically entitled to a digital copy of any of your physical media, yeah. uh, no matter what copyright exists upon it, unless it's like something top secret or you know NDA or whatever. Well, if it's a state but, secret, then that's a different thing. Yeah, but that, that again, that's a different thing. But uh, based on some uh, lawsuits, um, I'm gonna yeah. say a law law figured
1: that one out in the right way and that was a huge win. That was around the time ago. of the
0: DMCA, right?
1: No, no, no. It was about it was uh it was well after DMCA. It was it was about it was uh I was an, I was an undergrad. So, it was after 2000. It was 2007 forward. Oh, okay.
0: 2007
1: to 2012,
0: somewhere inside 2007 to 2012. Yeah, because I remember up until that point there was oh, it was such a weird, fuzzy area with like uh, DVD yeah. ripping tools and all that. Oh, so it got it got solved in in court. The thing is, it got solved in
1: multiple courts, which is the important thing because there is not a circuit split on it.
0: Yeah, no, it's there's numerous well described and well uh, well decided, in my opinion, precedents on it. So it's it's in a good place. It's kind of like. Uh, it's like 230, except it got the tests, and there have not been yeah. any Section 230 tests that we should have had. Like uh... 230,
1: the thing is, 230 has been used as a summary defense and hasn't been hashed out in court, and nobody's had the money to challenge that summary defense, which is another court case. So it's like a branch off of the main line there, and which it costs a lot of money to do stuff like that, and and uh, a judge is probably not going to entertain it.
0: Well, and then, you know, when you go from, you know, having a Justice Department that is actually entertain, entertaining these ideas to a Justice Department that's saying, oh, hey, thanks for all the help. Then, you know, you, um, a little bit of fire goes, uh, kind of goes out underneath of, uh, underneath that activity. Right. Believe it or not. Um, Do I have to go?
1: Oh, you're running out of time? I might. Yeah.
0: Uh, at least have a... Yeah, I'm going to have to go here in a minute. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. We can uh go... Ahead. I wasn't worried about getting a full-size one because I did get the episode <laughs> in with Kevin a couple days ago. Fair enough, yes. Which, by the way, do check out, uh, everybody listening. That was a pretty interesting one. We were able to go into the, uh, the recent snake venom thing. That's the newest uh, yeah. debunking narrative.
1: Oh, oh. So before I go, then, uh, brief bit of good news. Oh yeah, from today, CDC um, guidelines for uh, airlines and and, uh, and public transit
0: overturned and airports. in
1: court, and airports overturned in court. No longer uh, is that going to be enforced. Indeed, and TSA I'll, has also confirmed that
0: is no longer going to be enforcing it. I will see if it I can find the video because I actually got a. Great video of a captain on a flight just as the decision had uh, come down. He came out and announced it to everybody. who was like, Ladies and gentlemen, as the captain of your uh, flight, I'd like to announce that the TSA has just rescinded all mask mandates. And everybody was like, Woo! It was one of the coolest things I've seen. So here's day. the thing I still think that if you
1: feel, if it's a situation where you choose, for your own personal safety, because it's personal protective equipment, not public, that you should be wearing a mask, then that should be up to you. Oh yeah, And for that free. is always what it should have been. And I don't care if you wear the mask or not, because that's, again, up to you. Now, that being said, not you should, if you're listening whatever. to this,
0: you probably don't. <laughs> Let's be real. But uh, for the ones of you that might or for the ones of you that interact with people that do wear masks and you might be doing any traveling. To put it very simply, there is not, on the face of this earth, a mass transit method more perfectly attuned to a respiratory pandemic than airplanes. All you got to do is just open up that little thing up above you, and you're already in a pressure vessel that is HEPA-filtered. So it's going to push all of that air down to the ground, suck it all out, HEPA-filter every single bit of it. You couldn't ask for a better method of transit. Again, the thing
1: is that Biden's mandates and mandates through the executive order from the CDC should never have been the way it goes because planes are controlled by the FAA, not the fucking CDC, and the Department of Transit at the state level determines public transit policy, not the fucking federal Department of Transit. So again... Huge win for just a functioning. Just we have rules for our system. If we would just fucking follow them, then our system would work. And this is one of those instances where we finally got a judge to say, "Hey, we have rules already. Just fucking follow the rules for our system." Well, yeah, it's Absolutely. not one of those things where it's like, "Oh, but that's hard," I and mean, we you know we all want it. No, just follow the fucking rules. It's hard for a reason because if you actually want it, then you go through the whole process.
0: Absolutely. So, well, but, if we yeah, actually I mean, needed that a new FAA rule to the, uh, to the 230 things, you know, if we were just like if, if, doing it right.
1: Yeah. If, if we needed a new, new FAA
0: right. rule for masks, we would have put in a new FAA rule for
1: masks. We don't. Absolutely. Yeah, this whole rule by fiat bullshit from the executive office that Biden learned under fucking Obama. It just, it needs to end. And Trump used it too, which was... Just as fucking annoying under him. And the thing that was really annoying about that instance is that not enough Republicans that were braying under Obama and foaming at the mouth, not enough of them did that under Trump. This is one of the reasons I don't want Trump to run again, besides him being a disaster he does that. Just because he'd be stuck in a quagmire. He might have good policies, but will he ever be able to enable them, or Sorry, enact them?
0: Well, the thing is, I don't know if anybody else would be able to... I think he's the guy that's got to go in next. I I just think he is and then I think we need well, somebody be legitimately hilarious. better because we need Punish uh, well, Trump in there. We need him in the air with while, the Well,
1: I don't want him to go and, and, and run again. I think we need someone who's so we should I mean we have 330 million people in the country. We can't find someone better. All right, goddamn it, run Craig. And he did win. If he did run and he did win.
0: All right, listen, you get, get the money together and
1: I'll consider it, okay? I'll be I'll be laughing my ass off the whole time. So, if he does win and he's back in office, obviously it'd be a fantastic meme. But I'd rather that we had somebody who, like, wasn't a giant joke I will joke say going this, though,
0: what that would be even more hilarious than that, would be to uh, just, when 20, uh, when the elections roll around here in a few months, when what happens, happens. Because even with all their fuckery, they're not going to be able to do anything about this because they've engendered so much fucking hatred. It's done. You're done. Yeah. So when what happens happens here and they get a complete rousting if they do a speaker Trump buddy my heart's oh, I, I my just, heart yeah. is gonna skip a beat and I will laugh for a whole so day.
1: That's what I actually want to happen. What I want to happen is I want Trump to, to run for for Congress to get in and to get speaker.
0: Well, and he doesn't actually have to be a gavel. member of
1: Congress. I want him to take the fucking gavel from Pelosi. Just, that'll be, like that'll be, my. I, that's the thing, is I don't really, I don't, I don't care how he gets to that point. I just want him to be able to walk up there and take the gavel from her. Oh, it'd be a thing of you. But I'd also prefer if he was a member of Congress so that he could piss off all the other members. Every damn day he sits in there on committee.
0: Well, no. yeah, that'd be but, all right. But know, either, just, either way, though, I mean, yeah. Speaker Trump. I I digress here. uh, That'd be good times. And I did have one other uh, good piece of news that I was actually sharing with you right before we got on. So I believe it was out of Oklahoma. Let me just double check. Yeah, Oklahoma passed a firearm discrimination prevention bill, which, you know, you kind of shouldn't be able to anyway. But the long and short is House Bill 3144 makes it uh, completely impossible to enter any contract with let me people. um
1: hmm? let me just go ahead and bow out now that right. uh just you know linktree Bob 99 people can find me i'm sure uh mostly active on twitter um, and
0: uh yeah hit us up for discord and, links as well
1: yeah and i will uh i will
0: see you all shortly uh, bye, man thanks for having me on absolutely So House Bill 3144, well, I guess I don't have to paraphrase. It provides that a government entity may not enter into a contract with a company for the purchase of goods or services unless the contract contains a written verification from the company that it does not have a practice, policy, guidance, or directive that discriminates against a firearm entity or a firearm trade association and will not discriminate during the term of the contract against a firearm entity or firearm trade association. I'll have a link to a short article about that for you because there's not going to be that many links for this particular episode. And yeah, just a couple of bits of good news. So that was Craig. Again, you can find him at CraigBob99 most places. You can find me at that fake guy Dan everywhere except Facebook because, again, Facebook is weird. Uh, Tune in uh, Tuesdays for the uh, radio show. I'll put a link to that below for uh, Earth Radio. And, well, just be safe out there because the world has gone utterly, utterly mad. And look out soon. There will be live streaming something. The show itself is going to go live. I've just got to figure out the logistics and the uh, overlays and all that stuff. And, of course, also look for my NFT stuff. So... Be well. Talk to you soon.